0: hey what's up everyone welcome back to the daily drives i'm your host as always jason cremeens the one and only the official (laughs) and i'm uh i'm recording from florida a beautiful sunshine state that's right uh we moved down here uh as you might if you listen to my last podcast you know i was traveling during my last podcast we talked about we talked about confidence and how to gain a little bit of confidence in your life. We talked about the fact that small successes uh, allow you to gain that confidence that you're looking for. Uh, so maybe putting together a little power list, as uh, the MF CEO Andy Frasella would call it, the power list, uh, you know, um, putting together something like that for yourself where you've got, you know, four, five, six different um, little things that you've got to get done throughout the day, every day, that is gonna help to move you forward. Um, those things having to do with your personal life, your professional life, and your spiritual world. So anyway, uh, that's what we were talking about. When we were on our way down uh, the road, headed toward Florida. Now I'm in Florida. So part two, I guess, right? <laughs> and I got to tell you guys, it's not been easy. It really has not been easy. So I'm gonna take you back for a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my situ my current situation, and hopefully I, I can rally the troops if you will. Hopefully this gives you a little bit of inspiration, uh, because once again we're in a difficult position right now. I'm gonna start talking to you about here in just a second, um, and if we can get through our difficult situation, then I feel like. It should inspire you to be able to get through your difficult situations when you when you face some adversity because right now in Florida here I have my my wife and two of my kids of course uh, Ashley my oldest child is almost 19 and she stayed in Ohio where she lives with her boyfriend and she may continue going to school uh, whatever it is that she wants to do. She's got a, a full-time adult job now and, and adult responsibilities, so She decided to stay in Ohio and, and do her thing which is good. I, I commend her That's exactly what I would have done if I was her. So anyway uh, It's myself my wife and and uh, the younger two children and We currently do not have an address We don't have a, a key to a door that we can walk into and and unload our stuff and and that kind of thing so If you hear my wife or my daughter talk about it, they would tell you that we are homeless. (laughs) But if you listen to myself or my son, we're going to tell you, no, we're camping. That's what we're doing. We're camping. Uh, We're staying in a KOA um, in St. Petersburg right now, St. Petersburg, Florida. It's freaking beautiful. There's water all around us and it is it's just it's an awesome place. The staff is amazing. The place is ridiculously clean and they are constantly doing things. So they're always cleaning things up, picking things up, just making things look good, making things convenient for everybody. It's really an awesome place to stay actually. So if you ever get down here uh to St. Pete, Florida, St. Petersburg, Florida in the area, Madeira Beach, that kind of thing, and you want to go camping then definitely go to the KOA it is absolutely worth it um, it's like for tent camping after tax it's like 62 bucks a night if you want a, uh, a nice little uh, two-room cabin and, and it's they're nice they're not crap they're they're pretty decent you're looking more about like 86 dollars uh, after tax and stuff for a night but anyway it's really cool and I, I like it there. Last night, we had the best time we've had in, in the entire trip so far. Um, but either way, right now, we don't actually have a place to live. So we're bouncing around back and forth. Let me tell you how this thing happened, okay? We had a really good plan originally to get down here um, and find a place. We were trying to find a place before we even left Ohio. That proved to be not only difficult, but very costly. And by costly, I mean we got scammed. So, unfortunately, when those kinds of things happen, it it costs you money and there's nothing you can do to get it back. So, um, long story short, the company that I worked for um, a year ago and may or may not still work for, fuck it. All right, you guys know. All right, so the company that I work for, I've been working for since May and uh, May of last year. And when when you start working for this company, they pay you an hourly rate. That is a training salary, right? So after two months of that training salary, they change your salary to a salary plus commission. So there's no hours involved. Um, When that change was made by my branch manager in the computer system that tells payroll what to pay, what to send me for a paycheck, um, he totally screwed it up and they did not pay me for my hourly rate, the, the, the couple of weeks of hourly rate that I was I was still due. In fact, when I when I brought it to the branch manager's attention, I was like, hey man, normally I get paid the day before payday in my bank account, but it's not there, and I'm, I'm a little nervous. He's like, oh, it's fine. I'm sure it's something to do with a holiday or something. I knew that that wasn't the case, but whatever. So, waited another day still wasn't there he said well maybe there's just something messed up maybe it'll be there on Monday so I gave him the benefit of the doubt even though I knew that that wasn't the case and I waited till Monday and it still wasn't there and I was like look man I'm gonna have rent due in about a week so or just a few days so I'm gonna need this I'm gonna need this paycheck you know that's gonna that's got to contribute to my rent Uh, because we were just starting out you know in, in Columbus we had just moved uh, so, everything was really tight. You know, money was really tight. We needed every paycheck we could get. So, all right, cool. I'm going to I'm gonna send an email and whatever. I was like, well, that's fine, but it's my experience. It's probably best, you know, in a situation like this, you might want to pick up the phone and call somebody. Well, I got to go through the proper channels. I thought that was his his excuse. Okay, cool, fine. Go through the proper channels. And do your thing. A few days goes by and I'm like, so what's up with this? And he's like, I'm working on it still. We're talking back and forth and... They wanted to know if you could just wait until the 15th. And I'm like, that's two more weeks. I'm already a week uh, past where I should be. I, I, I'm already a week out from having the paycheck that I should have already had. So there's no way I'm going to wait to the 15th to get paid on these, these last two weeks. Once again, trying to make this long story as short as possible. Three weeks I went with no paycheck. Rent was due. Um, I couldn't pay it. I told them I was just waiting on my bank, you know, or my uh, my employer to deposit my paycheck. That they screwed up in their payroll system, and I didn't get paid on time. So they're like, "Okay, cool, no problem." Either way, once I was three days late, they went ahead and put that you know little notice on the door saying, "Hey, if you're not if you're not paid up in three days, we're going to file an eviction against you in court." That happened. They filed the eviction in court. Now, that particular apartment that we were living in at the time was a piece of shit anyway. We were paying $1,100 a month for a four-bedroom apartment um, that was filled with mold. So we brought that to their attention the previous month. Just so happens. I mean, you know, it's, it's coincidental that we would have faced this but uh, we wanted to move out of the place anyway honestly but we wanted to do so in a way that wasn't going to cost us thousands of dollars like you know terminating the lease early and things like that so we were going to we had uh, the city code enforcement to come out uh, and do an inspection they agreed that there was a mold issue and they needed to come back to um, to do some with some testing equipment to be able to test things and see uh, what the level of toxicity is well that never happened because they ended up kicking us out. So we go to court and I tell the, the attorney, I said, Hey, I have the money for the rent. I'm willing to pay this money and stay there. But I want someone, something to be done about the mold. He goes off, makes a phone call, comes back and says, no, they want you out. They have already rented your unit. So they're kicking us out at this point. I'm like, okay, well, I've got a family of four and we're not even packed up to go, so I, I need some time. They gave us like a week to pack everything up and get out. So we did. In that amount of time, or during that time, we found a place for rent. Uh, we explained to the new landlord, the potential landlord, the situation They're like, it's okay, we'll, we'll take care of it. You're going to have to pay us a double deposit. So we had a place secured. The day before we have to be gone from this apartment, I called to confirm a time to meet up with the new landlord to get the keys, sign the lease, pay the money. Left him a message. He returned my call a little while later. He said, I'm sorry. We already rented that. So they already rented the place that we thought we were going to be moving into, and we literally have 24 hours to get the hell out of the place that we're staying. (laughs) Okay. So what do we do? Well, a very good friend of mine that I've known for many years, uh, had a house very nearby and Katie, she's, she's an awesome person. She, she has a huge, huge heart. We, uh, really appreciate her. Uh, she had a, a little, uh, three bedroom with a it was a split level, so like the basement area really wasn't used at all, and we were able to use that as our house for about three weeks, I think we stayed there, um, or so. It might have been six weeks, actually, now that I think about it. But anyway, so we stayed there for a few weeks, uh, a month or so, uh, until we, my brother Michael got his... Uh, got his house and we just went ahead and moved in with him and shared the bills and the responsibilities with him for the next six months before we decided to move to Florida. <laughs> so, um, now, that was that was important to mention because of the eviction. That's the important part. That, that's part of the important part that I want you to, to take away from this. So, the apartment complex that we lived, where we lived, said we'll go ahead and dismiss the eviction as long as you guys are out by X date. Okay, I think it was the 7th of September, we'll say, okay? So we were out, everything was cool, no problem, and they dismissed the eviction. However, they still uh, filed the eviction. And when you are looking for an apartment or a house and you have to fill out a an application most of these folks say that they will not accept anyone who's had any recent evictions or filings, eviction filings. So you don't even have to be evicted. They'll, they'll absolutely decline your, your application just solely based on the fact that you've had an eviction filed against you. <laughs> So we're looking and looking and looking for a place to live in Florida. While we're looking, we find a sweet little house. It's in our price range. Um, It's in an area that we think we know, or we think is a pretty good area. We're pretty confident that it's gonna be good for us and, and that's where we're gonna go. So we put in the application online. After we put in that application, I had to make two or three phone calls and finally got a hold of somebody. And they said, sorry, we've already rented the place. Oh, okay, a phone call back would have been nice, you know. So the application fee was $75 per adult. That's $150 that we had to pay to find out that they rented it to somebody else, right? After that happened the second time, I decided, you know what? I'm going to call people now and try to get them on the phone before putting in any application fees cuz this shit's not working out. I'm not going to keep spending, you know, $300 or $100 here, $100 there just to find out that the place that I'm applying for isn't even available. So, I applied for another rental after I spoke to a guy on the phone. I said, "Hey, let's let's I want to get this place. This looks cool. This is going to work for me." Um, so I filled out the application and the guy says look the only way that we're going to be able to approve your application with this recent eviction filing is if you give us six months of rent up front in addition to your security deposit not only do we want the six months up front but we want the six months up front and the security deposit and you're going to have to start paying your rent the first month so that in the event you decide not to pay the rent the last six the the you're already you already paid up for 6 months and it's not going to cost me anything I'm like wow so there's no risk for you that's cool but in the meantime you want $7,000 from me up front now that's you know plus pet fees and i mean pet rent and all that kind of stuff like that's ridiculous how could, why would anybody do that? Should if I had $7,000 to give you right up front, I'd just go ahead and buy a house. <laughs> Almost. Anyway, so it's very difficult to find a place when you have an eviction filed against you. I'm pretty sure that I can get that record expunged, if you will. Um, but of course that costs money and I probably have to be in Ohio to do so. I still haven't made that phone call. I need to do that. On today's power list, make the phone call to Franklin County Courts in Columbus, Ohio. Okay, so fast forward, we decided that we're going to leave a little bit early for Florida. We're going to stay in uh, hotels or campgrounds or bed and breakfast until we've, and, and so we can be in the area and physically shake people's hands and know that they're real people and walk through houses to make sure that we're getting what we're told that we're getting. Right? We've been scammed already. Uh, We paid out application fees to people that didn't even respond. We have, we paid out, uh, yes, $150. So $75 a piece. We paid out $150 for one application and those folks keep saying that that they said that the, uh, the place was rented but then It's back up, you know, just a few weeks later. So, and then it goes down again and then it goes back up again. And every time I've called, they're like, oh no, it's rented. So yeah, it's just a bunch of scams going on. And I just, we don't want to spend the money anymore. So we're like, all right, cool. Let's go down there. We're going to stay at my mom's for a few days in North Carolina, which was awesome. Um, They, uh, they allowed us to stay there. Now, before we left, we're like, okay, what are we going to do? We're just about out of money from getting scammed and we gotta save back as much as we can for our our first month's rent deposit and last month's rent, right? So we're looking at like $3,000 or so up front. So we gotta keep back as much money as possible, right? So we gotta find a cheap place to stay. I'm like, what if we camp somewhere? You know, we get a nice tent for 50, 60, 70 bucks, uh, plenty of of room and everything, get some air mattresses, whatever, it'll be fun. Right? It'll be an adventure. So I post on Facebook that we're looking for a place to camp. You know, maybe a bed and breakfast or something that's not super expensive. We got to save as much money as possible. A friend, actually, an acquaintance, somebody that knew me from my seventh cycle days, her name is Katie, also, ironically, another Katie helping things out. Um, And she saw my post and she reached out to a friend of hers that she has, um, in St. Pete. And his name is also Jason, interestingly enough. (laughs) So two Katie's, two Jason's and Jason, uh, has a nice little house down here and a nice backyard that's all fenced in for the dogs and, and everything like that. It's absolutely beautiful. And he reached out to me. He's like, Hey man, absolutely. You can come and crash in my backyard. I don't even know this guy. He doesn't know me. You know, either of us could be freaking, you know, axe murderers (laughs) for all we know, you know? Uh, But he was totally cool. He's like, absolutely. I talked to him on the phone and uh, it turns out we are very like-minded. We have similar ideas. He's an entrepreneur and, uh, you know, has run his own businesses and things like that. So we have a lot in common. Um, But so we ended up where we're actually, we've ended up being friends too. So it's pretty neat. But yeah, we actually set it up so that we could spend the weekend, the first weekend we're down here. Uh, in his backyard and use their shower and everything like that. So it, it was really very cool uh, to develop that relationship through somebody who is a friend, yes, but not somebody that we, we hung out and things like that. And we didn't go out drinking together or anything like that. Uh, Katie used to follow my band, 7th Cycle, when I played with them. And uh, I met her up a couple times to sell her tickets to some shows. She came to the CD release show, uh, the biggest party that we had. Um, that I can remember anyway. (laughs) Um, so it was, uh, it was just really awesome that somebody who didn't really know me that well would reach out to one of their friends and that their friend who didn't know me at all would be willing to help us out during our transition. So we get down here. We stayed at my mom's. It was a great time. We get down to Florida. We, we meet this guy, Jason. Um, super awesome person just and and his girlfriend as well just really super cool people and they took us in and made us feel very welcome um and they gave us a place to camp for the weekend you know so then after that uh just so happens that someone who's a stranger to me but not to my wife um decided that they could help us out as well so after that weekend was up they have a condo that was about 15 minute drive from where we were, we were staying. They were going to be going to Ohio for the week to uh, visit family. That's where they're from originally as well. So they're going to go visit some family and everything for a week. So they said, hey, why don't you guys just house it for us, stay in our condo while we're gone. So there you go. We're covered for another week, right? And we stayed in the condo. There's a pool up there. So that was pretty cool for the kids. And uh, I was able to get to work and you know check in there and start start getting things done so to me strangers helping me out again um, <laughs> it, it's amazing how people that you don't even know or don't know you very well and and that you don't know very well just jump up and, and want to help out in a situation like this I mean I'm, I'm so humbled by the fact that somebody would be willing to help me you know, I'm always willing to help other people, but I I rarely see an opportunity where someone's willing to give me a hand. And and I think that I think that maybe it's just because I'm so used to being the one helping other people that I don't I'm not always in the the position where I need the kind of help that people can offer. So to be helped out the way that I have been over this past month has just been I mean it's been very very humbling. I mean, I'm very very happy that I've met the people that I've met so um, we stayed in the condo for a week and then after that we had to go camping and to me it's like sweet let's go camping to my wife it's like oh my god <laughs> um, she's been the one to suffer the most through this her anxiety gets the best of her and she's just you know <laughs> she can't do it someday she just I don't know what to do uh, it's, it's been a, a, a serious struggle for her emotionally. But we're getting through it, guys. We're getting through this. Either way, it doesn't matter. You've seen me post a couple of things in the past week. I have not been very active on social media, mainly because it's been difficult for me to post things when you know my wife is feeling as badly as she is. It's been difficult for me to... To remain positive but I'm remaining positive anyway. Um I just passed the for rent sign I need to go back there. So um so we've been camping now um, almost a week okay almost a week uh, tomorrow we'll make our Saturday we'll make a week that we've been camping. We started out in a tent and When we got to the campground, the KOA where we're at now in St. Petersburg, it's freaking amazing. I love the place. We're going to come back every year to remind ourselves where we started when we got to Florida. Uh, We get there. There was a tent that was set up a couple spots down from ours, and that was it. It was ours and another another couple with a, a young child, a young boy. We met them. Super, super nice, and ironically they're in a very similar situation to us. They are, um, they are camping because they don't have an address too. And it's a, a long story for them, but they're just in a very similar situation. So this entire week we've been helping each other, you know, they had, uh, they had some ice. We didn't have any cash left. They had some ice. They brought some ice over to us. Uh, we've been sharing our um, medicinal supplies back and forth. Uh, for those of you who know me, <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't, you'll you'll get it down the road. Uh, so we've been we've been passing our medicinal supplies back and forth, trying to help each other out with that uh, food. Um, he has fishing poles. We have crab traps. So we've been catching crabs, catching fish, uh, looking for different ways to feed both campsites. You know. Um, and here we are, uh, now we, we went from the tent to, um, we stayed in the tent for several days to now we're in a little cabin, a little two-room cabin with with four bunks in one room and just like a, a, a full-size bed in another room. So it's a lot more comfortable for uh, the dogs, for my wife, and for my daughter who is now sunburned. <laughs> so... Watch out for that Florida sun. It'll get you. You got to put some sunscreen on if you're down here, please. Uh, so everything is working out. It, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, by any stretch of the imagination. It is not perfect, but we're getting through it, man, one day at a time, one campsite at a time. And today we're moving from one uh from one cabin to another cabin because, you know, we're only renting them a couple days at a time because we really, we're, we're just, we're, we got money coming in but it's, you know, we're down to like a thousand bucks in our checking account. We're, we're almost broke at this point. We have nothing left to give. Uh, we're just trying to help each other to get from one spot to the next as painlessly as possible. Uh, last night, we met some kids um, from, well, that, that came in from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and they're in a particular situation in their lives where they're just kind of transitioning in their worlds. Like, so they have they have kind of hit the reset button on things themselves. So it's interesting that we've kind of found these people throughout this this entire um, situation, this entire process of of moving from Ohio to Florida. We've just kind of bumped into people that we needed and that needed us uh, the universe kind of found a way for our, our paths to cross um, I, I need to give some shout outs real quick because it's really important that I I recognize some of the people that have helped us out along the way during this process during this transition um, either financially emotionally um, or whatever there's been there's been some people that we we really we really owe a major debt of gratitude to, um, my brother, Michael Hamill. He's been there for us, man. And we, I need to call him and, and bitch about something or, you know, just events or whatever. Or if I need to get a couple bucks to do whatever it is we got to do, get some food or whatever. He's been right there. I mean, he's been, he's been on top of it, ready to go, wanting to help out. Um, he has, um, He's really been, you know, a hero in this situation. So, uh, a huge thank you to him. Uh, once again, Katie Bud, uh, thank you. Uh, she is the one that hooked us up with Jason Clymer. Again, Jason, thank you for your hospitality in uh, in Gulfport. It was an amazing time there. The weekend with you it was a great to get to know you. Uh, Katie, thank you for for hooking us up with your friend, for thinking of us, for for seeing that post, and for reaching out, even though you don't know me. Uh, or my family very well, uh, you don't know my family at all, you know me, but you don't even know me that well, but I, I mean, she she reached out and, and helped out when she, she did that little bit, that that little piece of work that she did, helped us out so, so much, I mean, I, I can't stress how helpful that was, uh, Jason Clymer for his hospitality, helping us out throughout the weekend, um, and then helping us to find the things that we needed to find while we were down here. Uh, I appreciate that very much. My brother, Josh and, um, brother-in-law Zach for, you know, again, financially helping us out, uh, for helping us out emotionally, uh, because this has been a difficult time. It's been very stressful, mostly for my wife. Uh, it's been stressful for me as well. I handle it differently. That's the only, the only difference. So they've been there for us throughout the process. Um, Um, and Matt and Geo, I, 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 I don't, I don't think we're friends on Facebook and stuff like that yet. We're gonna be uh, on social media, so um, I, they, they have helped out by allowing us to stay with, you know, stay with them. Uh, they've offered to let us, to literally let us live with them for a, a month or so until we get everything straightened out, until uh, we get our own place. But I have to find a place for uh, for Zena. Uh, those of you who know me know that Zena is my dog. She's a black lab Weimaraner mix, and she's um, she's a little bit crazy. <laughs> she's super, super friendly, but she's um, hyper and has a lot going on. So she's difficult to uh, to deal with if you're not around her every day. Um, anyway, so. I know I'm missing some people. There there are still people that I need to thank, and I'll, I'll be thanking you throughout this process. But, I mean, without people helping people, a lot of this shit that we've been able to accomplish, we would never have been able to accomplish. I mean, I don't know where we would be without the help of all the people that I just mentioned. I, I really don't know where we would be without those people. So, thank you to all of you guys. I mean, I, I have... I have a little spot in my heart for all of you, and if there's ever anything that I can do for you or ever any way for me to repay that favor, please, anything that you ever could possibly need, even if I can't do it for you, let me know, and I'll at least do what I can to help. If it's make a phone call, if it's, you know, throw some money at it, like whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, But if you ever need anything, I mean... I got you in my pocket so (laughs) please feel free to utilize me for anything uh, that you ever need so um, but the point behind this particular podcast I I didn't mention today's topic because I think it's really just all about people helping people you know strangers helping other strangers people that don't know me helping me out is like I, I don't even I don't even know what to say that's what I do I help people that I don't know but I don't, I guess I don't expect other people to do it, so when I see that going on, it makes me feel really good, it makes me feel like, you know what, maybe, ah, no pets, okay, so that, that says no to that, um, gotta watch the U-turns in Florida too, anyway, so, uh, today's topic is just people helping people, strangers helping strangers, Ohio to Florida, has been a difficult transition. We've literally hit the reset button in life. We're starting from scratch. We're starting over. We're literally living on a campground right now. And I love it. I don't think that I would want to be anywhere else right now. I mean, it would be nice to have a house, yes. Um, But my wife's cousin, Erica, she... Is in a difficult time in her life right now as well, where she's kind of transitioning. I just met her for the first time yesterday. Last night, uh, and again, I I mentioned that my wife has struggled throughout this. She's she struggles from she suffers with anxiety, and it it is difficult for her. If you don't know anything about anxiety, um, it can be it can be literally paralyzing. It can be crippling at times, and she has been an absolute trooper through this entire thing, but. There have been a couple of days where it just got the best of her. So that's difficult for me uh, because I'm a fixer. I just want to fix it. And man, sometimes you just fucking can't fix it, you know, and that that hurts me because I want to fix it. I want it to be better. I want to make it better for her right now. And it breaks my heart that I can't do that sometimes. Sometimes I just have to let her go through it and I just have to hold on to her, you know? Um, And I just keep reminding her. I keep telling her to look at me. You know, I'm here with you We're going through this together. You're not alone. You know, I just kept trying to keep reassuring her of that and um, It seems like that's been the only thing that's kind of kept her uh, kept her wits about her now that being said yesterday her cousin Erica came over with her two kids who are adorable by the way and Mentioned that she's kind of in a similar situation where she's hitting the reset button in life. So another person who kind of needs a little bit of help and is willing to help us too. So we're talking about getting a cabin and splitting the rent, uh, splitting the cost of that cabin here for another uh, weekend or so. Um, So we're working on that right now. And um, last night, finally, we had an amazing time we just had the best time that we've had since we've been down here we had our new neighbors that we we met uh chris um and and his girlfriend and son um the the kids uh, molly and i don't remember his name from chattanooga tennessee they were over um erica and her kids and of course nikki and i and and our kids we all hung out by the fire made food it was just a fantastic time we had some beers we don't drink a lot anymore so we drank some beer um nikki woke up feeling like shit this morning but she actually she was feeling like shit but she said i had an awesome time last night so her anxiety's way down she's feeling good She's up and moving and like funky and ready to go. And everybody's attitude is much better. I mean, guys, this is what I try to tell you all the time. I constantly say, don't worry about it. Things are going to get better. I promise you, everything's going to be okay. I say it all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've heard or I've had people say to me, you always say that guess what? The reason I always say that is because it's fucking true. It's going to get better. We're not going to be living in a campground for the rest of our life. And quite frankly, if we did so fucking what? That's not that bad. I love it. I I wish that everybody had that, that attitude that everybody has today. I wish they had it every single day because it would make this so much more fun, man. It would be so much better if everybody had a great attitude about what we're doing, you know, the attitude that, hey, we're camping, this is an adventure as opposed to, oh my God, we have to camp because we're homeless. Unfortunately, anxiety doesn't allow you to do that. You know, it takes your brain runs away with a bunch of other shit and you can't, you can't control that aspect of it. So, but, but, uh, when you've got things going on, like good people that are hanging out with you, wanting to help you and kind of in a similar situation to you, it makes that so much easier because you do realize that, you know what, you're not alone. You're not the only person in the world who's suffering. You're not the only person in the world who's having a difficult day or a difficult week or month or year, right? But just because you're at the bottom doesn't mean that it's time to give up. Just because everything that you have tried has failed up until this point does not mean that that is your excuse to roll over and die. All right, because at the end of the day, what do you need? Food, water, shelter. That's what you really need at the end of every day. So as long as those basic needs are met, you are going to survive. And as long as you're going to survive, you have the ability to take control of your life, to take control of your situation. Sometimes it takes time to do that, but you have to do so with action. You can't sit around and Wait on the thing to fix itself. It's not going to you have to fix it You have to take action right now. I'm working we have money coming in Money is not the issue employment is not the issue right now. The issue is time That's the issue We have hit the reset button in our lives. We've gone from having a bunch of stuff to having almost nothing. Everything that we own is either in storage or in a bag in our campsite. Everything. And guess what? That's okay. Because I got paid today. I'll get paid again at the end of the month. On the 15th of next month, I'll have a commission check. It should be a sizable one because I'm gonna kick ass this month with my job as you know, attitudes get better, and so does my ability to sell when I'm at work. It's just how it is. I mean, the two things go hand in hand, they truly do. If you think they don't? Listen to my next podcast. You'll understand why. But anyway, we're gonna make it. We're gonna get through it. We're gonna find a house. And we're gonna look back on this every April. We're gonna to go to the KOA in St. Pete, Madeira Beach. And we're gonna spend at least a weekend there, if not an entire week for spring break. Just to remind us that when we got to Florida, this is how we started. This is where we began our lives. And that that's okay. It's okay to start your life that way. And not only is it okay, but it's proof. That we can get to the very, very bottom. We can watch the tide go all the way out till there's almost no water left. But eventually, that tide's going to come back in. Eventually, that campground is going to turn into a house with a fenced-in backyard, three bedrooms, hell, maybe a mother-in-law suite. I don't know. But eventually, we're going to buy a house We're going to have lots of stuff to take care of. We're going to have lots of different reasons to be stressed out. (laughs) We're going to have other problems to deal with. Other adversities. Other objections to overcome. Every day, there's something, right? Every single day, there's something. So, I hope this inspires you guys. I hope this gives you guys a little bit of hope that when things are shitty, that they're going to get better. Don't think that where you are right now is where you're always going to be because the one thing that is constant in life is change. The one thing that you can count on is that whatever you're looking at right now, whatever you're feeling right now, whatever you're doing right now, It will change. No matter how good or bad it is, it's going to be different eventually than it is right now. That is one thing that I can guarantee you. I can't guarantee you that you're going to see tomorrow because I don't know. But I can guarantee you that if you do, it's going to be different than today. And with that being said, I'm going to ask you guys to do me a favor this story inspires you in any way or if you think that this story could inspire somebody else in any way, please, please, I'm practically begging you, share this podcast with your friends. Share this with your family. Share this with somebody that needs me, somebody that needs to hear this. I know they're out there and I want to do my part to help them. Right now, this is all I have. I don't have any money. I don't have a place to to crash for someone. I don't have a backyard that I can offer. I don't have anything like that to be able to offer to someone, but I do have one thing that I can offer, and that's hope, inspiration, and motivation. So please, share this, subscribe to my podcast bring at least one person to listen and follow me on Instagram at the official Jason Cremeans Twitter at Crameans Jason I'm on Facebook Jason Cremeans rocks and oh my goodness last but not least I'm on Snapchat Um, it's just Jason Cremins on Snapchat, C-R-E-M-E-A-N-S. So follow me on your social media, share my story, bring somebody, leave me a review, please. Um, and until I talk to you next time, be good to yourself, take care of yourself and be good to other people. Be good to others, man. I'll talk to you guys soon.